0: Hi guys,
1: welcome back to another episode of Hot Girl Talks Podcast. I'm Hallie. I'm Carly. And I'm Jazz. And today we have a very freaking special guest (laughs) on here. This girl, I'm going to give you some hints first. She's a Michigan grad. She's the queen of gluten-free jars. She's a list-making connoisseur and every girl's go-to for relationship, sex, dating advice, and life advice. She also happens to be one of our best friends. Please welcome Eli to the chat. Mm -hmm. Hi
2: guys.
1: (laughs) The <laughs> I'm so honored that you asked me. I'm Well, we, this has been like a long time coming, honestly. I know. I know. I'm like, what
2: am I getting in the, on the pod? No, literally. Our first guest.
1: The, it's funny because when we first were like thinking of making the pod, like you were in the conversation with no, us. No, like, I was
2: just going to say, like, I remember so clearly we're sitting at that like shitty hotel bar that <laughs> yeah. like stole Hallie's thing. vlogging camera and <laughs> Carly's asleep and we're like not doing well. Like, I think we were all like hungry and like sunburned and like, I don't even know if we'd showered. We were like surfing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, we're bored. Should we make a podcast? And then they come back into the room, wake her up. They're like, we're making a podcast. And you were and like, oh, wait, how I-
1: dare you? I- make you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how fucking dare you make a podcast without me? Yeah. Yeah. Literally. And, and now here we are. And now
2: here you are. Like how, lo- how long ago was I on yours? You're on mine like four, up- four or five episodes ago. Okay. Wait, that sounds really long ago, and I think it actually was. Yeah, no, I know. I was thinking about that today. I was like, I couldn't remember. Yeah, that was when fun. the long time. Was. Oh, that was. Wasn't that? Oh, no. An episode later, um, the exact same thing that happened when y'all had Brand come happened to me. Oh no. Where just like my sweetest ever assistant got confused at something that I was trying to say and she just cancelled the studio so I show up there with Brooke and Danielle and I'm like let's go. <sighs> okay that makes no. me feel so and, much better and, honestly. And they're like you don't have a time and the way I texted her it was totally my fault. I had said like can you cancel that but I meant something else and she thought the studio time so it just right. was like but they got us in it, and it was fine but I was listening to it and I was like this happens to the best of us like seriously. Literally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah because well, yeah, when I, I felt it's so shitty when that happened but
1: like it's just like accidents happen seriously yeah. I know shit yeah. happens okay I want to like get right into the questions because we have so much How you're I want to start off talking about sex and relationships because I feel like that has become like do you agree that's kind
2: of like the, the biggest part of your brand now or one of the biggest yeah I would say and it's so weird though because and you guys were I was literally just listening to you guys talk about like how you started versus where you are in one of mm-hmm. your older episodes and I like fell into it. Like a lot of people are like, why did you want to give advice? Why did you? And I'm like, I didn't. I was always like infatuated by and obsessed with like relationships as a concept. But I was never like, oh, I'm going to do this. Like I fell into my lap, like just the same way that I feel like all of us have fallen into certain like niches or I guess like places on TikTok. Gotcha.
1: And, And to start off with like that conversation, like earlier on, like when you were in college and like high school how was your relationship with like sex and like relationships? Because I feel like now you're like so open with everything and like so knowledgeable. And I'm like, how does a person get that way? Because I feel like so many college students like have no idea what they're doing, are scared to talk about like using vibrators and stuff. Like just scared. Like that whole world seems very like taboo and like not talked
2: about. Totally. I was like that for sure. Like I didn't own a vibrator until I was like a sophomore in college. And like it was such like a funny thing like – Allie and I like had been talking with like some of our guy friends and they were like, you don't have one of those. And we were like, are we weird? Like, and it's kind of sad that it took men like suggesting me to buy it. Like, but that's just the way the world works, unfortunately, but so different in high school and college. Like I like lost my virginity when I was 17. And I like talk about this in my book, but I never like had an orgasm from sex or like experienced any pleasure from sex until I was like in my twenties. And I even was in relationships with people that it like wasn't a thing. And I feel like we just like weren't talking about it mm-hmm. freely and openly and like I was never around conversations where it was like oh like it's okay to like ask for what you want in the bedroom or like I know there's like a whole sex in the city episode about like fucking like a man and having sex like a man whatever yeah. and like um I never like was introduced to those conversations and like had them be as normalized as it was to like pleasure a guy and so I like almost like got off on the validation of pleasuring someone else and kind of like stifled everything else and I really think what started to help me and I also wrote about this in the book is like listening to women talk about sex freely Mm -hmm. so like even like I was never the biggest call her daddy fan but like in the earlier days of the podcast my housemates would always listen to it in college and like hearing them talk about sex even if and when I didn't agree with the ways that they were doing it all the time but just the idea that they were gonna do that like started to like slowly lead me in a direction of being like this is an interesting thing and then like more and more, I started to, like, seek out that kind of content. Like, whether it was, like, books and, like, reading, like, feminist theory or literature whatever it is. And slowly then I was just, like, I actually really don't care. Like, I want to say what I want to say. And I think it's going to help other people. And eventually, like, if we all get to a place where we're asking for what we want in the bedroom and, like, men are turned off by that, there's going to be none of us left. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. None, none so of them left for, like,
3: you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I feel like
2: we've had so many conversations about, like, using a vibrator.
1: Like, I feel like with you, I feel like you always talk about. the biggest
3: stand. About- You're but so I, open. I've literally had one since I was, like, 14, though. I even like with
1: a guy too. Like, I feel like I've always had a fear of that. And like, you kind of were like,
3: I I had the same fear up until my friend friend was visiting a few months Uh ago. And she was like, Why would you not do that? Like, why would you, if you're going to like have sex with someone, why would you put yourself in a position where you potentially just aren't going to have a good time? Mm -hmm. And I was like, That's a good way of reframing it. And I was like, I think it's just
2: like we need to as women, like, and it's okay if you're not brave enough. It's okay if you're shy. It's okay if you're not comfortable. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying those who are should just talk about it because it helps. Like, the way that I, like thought about doing that was like firstly like men asked about it which again is like mm -hmm. but also I had like an older person in my life who's like in her 30s and like I'm not gonna say who it is or anything but she was like telling me like she like sent me a vibrator wreck and she's like I don't know if you do this kind of thing but like it's so taboo like my girlfriends won't talk about it with me like she has kids and she was like my husband and I like use a vibrator whenever we have sex and like it's revamped our sex life in our 30s and I was like That is so helpful that you were willing to say that to me. Mm -hmm. And like, I wish you even found it sooner. Like she's like 37 and I'm like, I wish you even found it sooner. But like, it's so helpful that like what you guys are doing, just like talking about it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's so interesting how in our parents' generation, like they probably had like so little knowledge, even like going into marriages, like so little knowledge about like sex and like what to do. And like self-pleasure and stuff.
0: I was doing a vibrator brand deal. Like, well, it isn't up yet, but it's going up like this week. And literally my mom, I was like, you have to take a photo of me holding this vibrator. (laughs) And my mom literally is like, you have one of those? And I was like, yes. And she, I was like, have you never had one? She's like, no. I was like, Oh. Like, oh. I
2: was like, okay, that's so crazy. She's like, that's yeah.
0: what people do when they're lonely. I'm like, well, mm. you don't have to. Well, that's, that's
3: what people do when they're empowered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, <laughs> my mom sent me one when I was in college. Really? I, I love that. Really? Like, Wait, I like, love like, that. I, like, like, I was in a long distance relationship, whatever. And she was, like, she like made some stupid joke about me being lonely and like sent me like literally two of them. Yeah, and, like, I love. that. I was like already into, it, but she didn't know that. But I was like, the fact that you, like went out of your way to like do that and like make it a conversation, I think yeah. like yeah. is like really lacking in a lot of people's relationship with their parents. Yeah, yeah, that's really
1: it. And did you guys ever deal with? like guilt around like masturbating when you were younger
3: yes
2: because I did but I, I was also
3: like like I was like in a really religious space yeah, yeah I think that
2: that's definitely conflated with it like I've heard a lot of friends have those discussions like I have always felt like I wanted to be sexually liberated and like mm. free and like that kind of vibe but like it took me a really long time to just like decide to throw everything out the window and get there so I don't think I ever felt shame but I almost feel like I was supposed to does that make sense? Yes.
1: yes. That was, I definitely for a long time felt shame about it. Yeah. Because it was not spoken. Like nobody talked yeah, about I it. Just think,
0: I didn't feel it. ashamed. I was just like nobody talked about it. So it just wasn't a conversation. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. just never like brought up.
1: Yeah. No, but I definitely, it's weird. I definitely experienced like guilt. And like even when I was younger, like this is like getting like really like so whatever. But I would like go on like porn sites and like watch stuff and I would feel so weird for doing it. But it's like it's like really normal to be curious. Yes. And I feel like the conversations like this, even like your Instagram, like I feel like it's helping just open it up and make it like it's not like such like a taboo, scary thing. It's just like, oh, just like normalize it.
2: Yeah. Because there's like nothing that's really taboo. Like if you think about it, like what does that Even me. I I agree. I like this is the stupidest
0: sexual thing. But like I've talked about like bleeding on a guy's sheets and Mm. I cannot tell you I get like five DMs a week of somebody being like, oh, my God, I just bled all over this guy's sheets. And I thought of you like I was so embarrassed. and I was like, girl, I don't know anybody that hasn't done that. Like, I'm sad that you think that you have to reach out to me and you can't talk to your friends about it or something like that. Like, it's not a big deal. I feel like anything like that just like helps like Girls totally that don't have those I conversations I feel like I get a
3: message like on, like a dm every time we do an episode of them, and I talk about masturbating which is basically every episode they're mm-hmm. like what vibrator do you use? like I send like this amazon link like literally daily
1: <laughs> and we love that no honestly that's like a vibe yeah. yeah i know you were curious about something you had like a question about vibrator
0: oh well the, i was just like going to ask cuz people were asking like how do you how would you approach like if you were starting off with a guy like how would you bring up using a vibrator in the bedroom yeah
2: that's a really good question i hate the concept that I am going to give you right now, which is that I'm gonna give you a way to do it in a watered down way that makes you feel more comfortable. Like, yeah. I wish that you could just be like, I'm going to grab my vibrator for this. Like yeah. that is where like I want us all to get. But like I'm not even there. Like if I had a new sexual partner right now and I haven't had a new sexual partner in two years. <laughs> so like I don't even know what I would do. But I would not say like, hey, I'm going to grab my vibrator. Like I don't know if I'm there. What I would say is I would say something like I was listening to a podcast and like these girls talk a lot about sex and like relationships and like one of them like just started using a vibrator with this new guy she's seeing and she said it was like amazing. And I have one like Do you think we could use it? I would just use like if you're a listener of this podcast, use this podcast as an excuse. Use anybody like you can say you saw like an article, someone talking about it because it is everywhere and just like slowly pepper in like. And you could do that with anything, any new position you want to try, anything you want to try. Just blame it on us. Like I always say, it blame yeah. it on me. I love be that. like this girl I saw on TikTok. Like recommended this vibrator, and like you're supposed to use it in bed. And like I, I, it's like this, and like whatever, because there are like Pebble ones that you're supposed to use in bed oh, that like yeah. fit so in right your hand. <laughs> um, those are great. And I would literally just get one of those, and then just say like this girl I follow on TikTok like did a brand deal about this Pebble vibe that you're supposed to use in bed, and like she just said it like really elevates the experience. Like I think it could be really fun. Yeah. And if like a guy feels insecure. If first of all, like, I'm not going to say they're not going to. Somebody might. You just have to get him to a place where he understands that it's his teammate, not his opponent. Mm -hmm. And also that like you can even pull the statistic like less than 10% of women can like actually finish from vaginal sex. So like he can't do anything during Mm -hmm. the deed of sex without the vibrator to make you come unless you do it through foreplay. So I think it's like just saying like, then we both get to get some like why not like come on but blame it on us that's always my advice that's a great point it's it's, no it's such a good point
1: and I feel like guys get so insecure yeah and for what like if you're getting off like why wouldn't you want isn't it hot to a guy like if the girl gets off too and it's like it's very interesting that guys get a little intimidated yeah but I feel like that was a good point with like using like a really small vibrator because even just like the size of it like if a guy sees, like, a giant object in bed, yeah. they're going to be like, well, what the no. fuck? Yeah, yeah Also, yeah.
2: it's hard to use. Like, I've definitely, like, because I'm recommending them, I'm trying them all the time. Mm. And, like, a pebble vibrator. Balesa has a really good one. Mm. And sometimes they can fit in your hands. Right. <laughs> that's a random they, like, thing. They like, they like slide in your hands. Oh, I have that braid. you too. No, that's, that's so, fun. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> they'll like, they'll fit in your hands. And like, then you're not like getting in the way of like anything fun. Like it's really, really easy. Also, you can like pack it. It can go through security. Wait, we love that. It just that. did. Everybody's always <laughs> we like, love that. you put a vibrator through security I'm like, yes. Well, what are they going to do? Be like, whose is this? No. Like, yeah. Imagine
0: me going through the Chicago airport with two fully packed vibrators in my carry. Like It was like <laughs> half of my carry on was these vibrators. Oh, yeah. Cause I was like, I have to take this photo. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. No, as you should. I'm
1: fucking dead. That's no, yeah. like, honestly, like I want to get to that point where I'm like so comfortable just be like, but I still, it's funny. I'm 25 and I still feel a little bit of discomfort. Like when I talk about it, like I still get like a little bit uncomfortable yeah. and especially around guys. I feel like
3: I think that, for one, having p- people, like, around me, like, you guys specifically, like, who are so open and honest about it, like, where it's just natural in a conversation, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. not forced, has made it so much yeah. easier. Like, nat- like, naturally, I'm just, like, every podcast, oh, masturbating, whatever. Like, But, like, me a year ago with people that I was surrounding myself with, I never would have had that conversation. Yeah, yeah that's I- so true. I need
0: friends who, like when they go have sex with somebody, they come back and they tell me like every nitty gritty detail. Like I hate when like somebody comes back like, oh, we had sex. Like you're like, what happened? You're like, (laughs) spell. Like they're like, yeah, we just had sex. And that's all they'll give you. I'm like, I need the tea. Like, so I like appreciate like having friends like you.
1: I know. How did you get comfortable like going online and just saying stuff? Like, was it always in your
2: comfort zone? It's a good question. Like it wasn't always in my comfort zone, but I had this realization of like, what would I lose if I did something I wanted to do? Like I was going to gain so much like, Confidence and like just happiness from like letting go. But what would I lose? Like, maybe like guys wouldn't want to be with me because they think it's weird. Well, I don't want to be with any guy who's going to shame a woman for like being sex positive. Mm. So that was like the first concern that was like immediately squashed. And then it was like, well, will my family judge me? My, I'm very lucky that my family like doesn't even care. Like, they think it's so like fun and like whatever. And like, I considered it for a while, but like, my family's also not the kind of family to be like, this made me uncomfortable that you did. Like, I feel like if they didn't, like, I feel like my brother just ignores it. Like, Jake yeah. is very like, whatever, but like the other brother, like I f- he can just ignore it. Like, and that's easy for him and like yeah. whatever. Because mm-hmm. he knows what I'm doing is beneficial and like he can tell. Um, and I think the rest was like, if I had friends that were like, that's so weird or whatever, like that's their prerogative, but then they're like not my friends, I guess. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you think it's so weird, like that's so fine. If that's like your comfort zone and you don't want to be friends with someone like that, but like then we're not friends. I yeah. think that that's kind of what it was. I just yeah. like looked at like what was the worst case? Like, nothing.
1: No, you know? Yeah. Have you feel that. like it's been like I mean obviously it's been beneficial but like has there been like any hate or like backlash from posting any of that kind of stuff or like has there any been any like bumps in the road or has it been like a, re- a mostly positive experience.
2: I think a mostly positive experience, like I can't speak to like dating actively mm. while I was posting like the level of things that I post now, because like back when I was dating, like it was definitely a little bit more subdued. It was like two years ago mm. and I definitely still talked about it. And I definitely still like felt uncomfortable on those dates in a way that I don't think I would now, but not really. I feel like people have met it with like a great deal of like happy vibes, like no hate. That's just good. good. Not yeah. that one. <laughs> That's, I, I literally asked
1: for myself because like, I feel like we even had this conversation a couple years oh, yeah. ago. We did.
0: We did. We did. Right.
1: I just about, like, how, about like the, the pros and the cons basically of like yeah. talking about that stuff online. Yeah.
2: And I also just the other thing is that people are like, well, I don't know if I want to do a brand deal with a vibrator. Or I don't know if I want to talk about sex online because of brands that wouldn't, want to associate themselves with that. And I'm like, well, then that brand isn't sex positive and mm. my brand is. So like, I look at myself as like, let's just give a random, like if there was a brand that was like a phone company called Pear, like an iCarly, cause I don't want to give an actual <laughs> brand right yeah. now. But let's just say Pear was like not a sex positive brand. Like mm-hmm. I'm a brand too and then we don't fit. So it right. doesn't make sense. So there's a lot of people that's their concern. And I do understand on some level, like they maybe don't have the same privilege to like pick and choose deals and are worrying about like money as it relates to content creation. Mm-hmm. But I think then you have to just be smart about about, like, who you're working with. Because why would you want to work with someone, like, sex negative? I agree. I agree. I think it's very weird how some brands are very, like, judgy on that stuff. Like,
0: yeah. I, my old manager, like, wouldn't even let me work with Savage X Fenty, like, the Rihanna's lingerie
1: which brand. Which I'm, like, the biggest fan that I She was like, It doesn't make them. sense. It doesn't make any, it doesn't any sense. She was, sense. like, it hurts
0: your brand. Like, no, she would decline every vibrator deal, which, like, at the time, I don't think I was, like, ready to do a vibrator deal mm-hmm. yet. But, like, mm-hmm. still, I just thought that was so bizarre. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting how... Th- it's basically like going against what our audience is yeah also, like my like, audiences are woke as fuck and they're like young girls and they're empowered yeah. yeah and it's like we should be aligning with brands that like make them feel empowered but too also, like, like
0: i'm like have you seen my tiktok scroll like i don't think any yeah. like <laughs> like yeah. That yeah. prestige brand is anymore. gonna be like oh like she says fuck every two sentences in this yeah. tiktok but like <laughs> let's work with her. like nah. i'm
1: dead yeah Okay, guys, we are so excited because we have our very first sponsor today. It is Refresh. I am a huge fan of them and I've worked with them before and they are so incredible. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. As you know, here at Hot Girl Talks, we are all about staying safe and protected and making sure you are taking care of you. So that's why we're so, so excited to welcome our first sponsor, Refresh. Refresh provides women with the necessary feminine and vaginal health products they need to feel fresh and clean. So the first product we want to talk about is the Refresh Vaginal Gel. Women can trust that they're maintaining a healthy pH balance, and it eliminates feminine odor for up to three days. Next, we want to talk about the pro Daily Probiotic, which is an oral supplement. It helps maintain feminine health by balancing yeast and bacteria. Lastly, we have to talk about the Anti-Itch Cooling Relief Spray, which relieves external itch and neutralizes any odor with just one spray. It's a super soothing formula and has aloe and chamomile in it, and it also is made with hydrocortisone, the number one doctor recommended anti-itch ingredient. These products are all gynecologists recommended and help women feel fresh and clean obviously we talk about sex a lot on this podcast so vaginal health is super super important to us and that's why we needed to share these products with all of you so you guys can go visit our social media to learn more about refresh and we will have everything linked on our instagram and tiktok so for anyone that like doesn't know can you talk a little bit about how you and your current boyfriend like met and kind of like how that whole thing came about
2: yeah so I keep plugging the book, but I do write a whole chapter about it. But basically, plug plug. We're getting (laughs) into that in a minute. She's Yeah, yeah. Um, We're going to talk about it. Basically, like I have a history of dating a lot of people, like very serial dater vibes in Mm -hmm. high school and in college and even in like my young adult life in New York. And eventually I was having this conversation with my mom and she's like and I was like so desperate to get into a relationship. I'd been single for like a year and a half. It was like the longest I'd gone. And I was like dating, 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 like literally kept going on a million dates and like nothing was sticking. And My mom was like, what if you stopped? And it just hit me that I was allowed to do that. Like I just like basked in this free will for a second and I was like, I don't have to date. Like I can just be single. Like I don't need to be actively dating to be like valid. I don't need to be actively dating to be confident. And then there was like a long journey of like finding self-confidence and validation through myself that like took place after that realization. But then I, once I got to the other side of that and felt really good and like really just validated by myself, I was like, I think I'm going to just try to do this like manifesting thing and start like really watering those like seeds inside of me a little bit so i did this like manifestation ritual for a soulmate which is so cheesy but there's a highlight about it on my insta if you want to find it it's like a long process um and i was like half that i found on tiktok half like tactics of my own so i did that for a little while and then like a few weeks later um somebody that i had like formerly matched with on a dating app and never met up with but stayed in touch with their socials like just asked me if i would ever want to like go out on a date with his friend and I was kind of like, I don't know, like I'd never done a blind date. I was like, I'm not sure. I canceled a few times. (laughs) I remember you telling us that, yeah. yeah. I was just like, I'm not sure, like, I don't know. Like also at this point I was feeling really good. And I also just like, I'm a very intuitive person. And I had this gut feeling, like once I started talking to this person that like I could really see it working out. And it's almost scarier for something to work out than it is for it to not. Yeah,
1: 100%. Because
2: then you get your heart involved and then everything goes to shit. So I was like, I don't even know if I want to do this. And then I was like, all right, I'll just give it one date. And it was like the best date I ever went on. Very comfortable. It was at that um, like Russian restaurant, Svita. Oh my God, yeah. Svita. Okay. <laughs> it's so expensive, by the way. Like, yeah. don't go there on a first date. Like, <laughs> did, I, um, like did, did you, you get dinner it? or just drinks? We got dinner, which I never recommend doing. Yeah. Um, he was just coming from work. It was a Thursday. Okay. And he was like, I need to eat something. I And also it was during the time in New York City that you couldn't order drinks oh, without food oh it was COVID there was um, right I remember those times I'm just horrible. like I have had a history of eating things and like eating in front of strangers on a date like gives me immense anxiety also yeah, my allergies too. give me anxiety when I go on a first date true but he was just like very comforting like he was like let's just share things and he was like we can just share anything that's gluten free and like that made it much easier oh. I always recommend like if you're gonna go on a dinner date sh- do like a share plate place love that because then it's not like you're ordering your own food and it's like the choices are so like yeah. stressful. Tool. Yeah that's I'm totally like bad. The first
1: thing that comes to mind I'm like Like hummus And like Israeli No yeah that. I know
2: yeah That's such a good one <laughs> yeah. Like hummus and pita And like and a little like, crudite. Yeah and like, like little nosh All things like that Like I forget what we got But it was a lot of like things That we could like cut off And like put on our own plate And like it was easy It mm-hmm. wasn't like we were eating like I don't know Like eating a piece of pizza On a first date I feel like how would I do that No, yeah, yeah yeah I get the worst anxiety about eating on dates like no it's, I'm not dying. I literally I've like, never done it. I've been asked
1: on a couple of dinner
2: dates in the last couple of weeks and I've like been like can we just do drinks?" you should you should try it and do the sharing thing because also okay. like what I've realized and what I've had to realize is to spotlight the fact that like something like eating isn't weird we just like project this weirdness onto it and if you're not comfortable like there's no reason why you should do something you're not comfortable with but like the guy sitting there isn't like, she's so weird for eating food. Like, it no, is right. implied that you ate breakfast and lunch yeah. before yeah, the day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is implied that you will the next day wake up and have breakfast. Like, it is implied that we all eat food. I think there's just a projection of weirdness and we just have to, like, embarrassment is a choice. Like, we're fine. No, Share you're, food.
0: You're right. I think I just don't, I feel really locked in with a dinner where it's oh, like yes. a drink. That's I feel like totally it's like, true. you could literally be like, if you're having a horrible time, you fake a phone call, you're like, oh my god, my friend, like, no, you're she's so in the right. hospital. I gotta go. <laughs> and it's like, you you can just leave, and it just gives me anxiety because it's like you can't just leave yeah, at dinner. Like I know. Like, I think
3: if you like, can I get this to go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I, sorry, I, I uh, I'm gonna run emergency. Jazz sets up her
2: phone. She's like, "Hey guys, I got food." The guy's like in the back. <laughs> no, literally. No, she steals <laughs> she, she, she the food and us. goes home, and yeah. then it's yeah. like, literally. Honestly, can you do that? I I, I would go on a first date, would. please. This is your new task, and make a video. Hey guys, I got food. I'm on a first date. And
3: see what he does. Yeah. <laughs> no, like literally like, can he, you he hold he, this? He like, the can you your husband? Flash on action? Yeah. 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 Timer. Have Timer. Him hold the, um, he's have, holding the have flash have over. Him like, hold the phone. Dude, do it again. A
2: little lower. <laughs> <laughs> One more take. i swear. I'm on a first date. He's holding the phone. It <laughs> no, would be so literally. funny. I'm actually screaming. We
0: should just, even we can just pretend. No, like, I don't Never mind. I'm <laughs> like, you're exposing it. I know. I'm like, we can just fake it. Like, I'll hold the camera. No, but we need the guy to be in it. I'll be like, hey, guys. I got food. You guys
2: need to see his like hand or something it's like yeah, a soft no, a literally. very soft launch I'm like, Yeah, on a horse <laughs> i'm like what's like a
1: what's a term that's like softer than a soft launch like
3: a gentle launch
2: a,
1: uh, a watery micro launch a liquid like launch
3: a liquid launch a
1: micro launch a liquidy launch that's so funny <laughs> um after so after you guys went on your like first date or whatever how long did things take to like kind of progress? Because I know so many girls, like we all get so many DMs about girls being like, it's been one month, it's been two months, it's been three months, and he still hasn't been exclusive with me or asked me out. And like,
2: what was it like for you? So I want to like make it clear that Everything is nuanced and like not everything I say like applies to everybody, but I really think that like if it is going in a good direction, you will know. Yeah. People will let you know they like you. Nobody is forgetting to text you to ask you out. If you're on their mind, then you're on their mind. If they want to see you, then they will. Just like how in the same vein, if you wanted to see them, you would. Like they're not forgetting about you. So I think for me like and this situation really solidified it like we went on a second date that was just like at his apartment and then we went on a third date and on the third date he was like, I just want to let you know I'm not really screwing around. I am trying to get to know you better. Wonderful green flag. Yeah. Like Everybody yeah. can say shit like that. Not everybody should say shit like that. They might still be figuring it out. They might not want something serious. Like all of those things can be true. But like I always categorize talking stages as either progressive and stagnant and progressive is something like I was looking at where like he said that he mentioned casually that he mentioned me to his family on Mm -hmm. like the fifth or sixth date. I met his friends, not just like, oh, his roommates were home. Like I met his friends. He was asking me on different dates. Some of them were during the day. Some of them were during the night. He mentioned he wanted to take things slow. Like there are all these green flags, whereas a stagnant talking stage would look like this person, you go on a first date with them. And then afterwards, they're only inviting you over at night. They're not really talking to you other than to like hit you up. Maybe they're Snapchatting you. The conversations aren't really like deeper invigorating. It's just like, how is your day? How is yours? Let's have sex. Like there's yeah. no like progression and I think a lot of times we want to convince ourselves that the latter is the former Mm. and that's totally normal and I spent like so much time doing that so I totally get it but I think if you're really confused and someone's giving you a mixed vibe and you don't have like the amazing thing that I did where I just like knew that it was great um, and you're somewhere in the middle I think it's really normal to say something like just out of curiosity what brought you to the apps like why were you on the dating apps like Mm -hmm. what were you looking for or like out of curiosity like we've been getting to know each other for a few weeks like what are you looking for it is not weird and nobody is changing their mind about you based on you asking that question. I agree completely. Like, think about it. Like, if you, a- if you got asked that question, you know the answer and you're not changing your mind about them based on your answer. By not asking, you're only keeping yourself in the dark. So mm. I would just recommend asking. It's going to stop wasting your time if it is. Or they might be like, I've been really liking getting to know you and I hope we can keep getting to know each other better and better and like see where this goes. Or they might be like, I'm looking for something casual and then you know, mm-hmm. but you'd rather get out. Do you but know either what I mean? way
3: it's like gonna if you have anxiety about like what's going on Might like being confused, like either way, like asking that question, you're either gonna get the answer you want or you don't want, but like you're gonna you're have gonna the know. answer and not be anxious. Yeah, and not be
2: anxious anymore. It's just that like I always like switch roles. Like imagine if you're seeing a guy and like you're and like they're feeling anxious about how you feel and you know how you feel and then they text you like hey just checking in like how are you feeling and you really like them and you're like oh i'm really enjoying getting to know you like i want to see where this goes like you would never be like oh why did he ask that i'm done like you know what i mean yeah yeah. i think we have that perception though yeah yeah Yeah. it's crazy how much we get in our
1: heads about things yeah and where guys just simply aren't thinking about it no like it's kind of crazy Yeah. yeah
0: I feel like I've always been in the mindset like you just said like that you'll just know when somebody really likes you and like I feel like every date I've been on I I not to be like I'm I always know but it's just like I literally know like they don't like me that much and I'll like just not really respond or like kind of cut yeah. it off because I'm like I can literally just tell that they're not going to actually want to date me mm-hmm. like yeah. this isn't going anywhere. Yeah,
1: yeah I think women have such a good intuition like we need to listen to our intuition more and less like our fear in our, yeah. like, minds. Like, because most of us, we have a gut feeling about something. So if something feels, like, unsure, that usually is, like, our gut is telling yeah. us that it's like, I feel like
0: it's right. not even a gut feeling. Sometimes it's just obvious from the way they're texting you. Yeah. Like, it's like, and yeah. I just, I can't stand to have, like, boy problems. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's mm. like, you're like, does he like me? Does he yeah. not? Like, I can't live like that. Mm. And so it's just, like, if if I'm not, like, I know this person likes me, I'm just, like, cutting it off. The
2: other thing that I also want to mention, too, that I think is really important is like. You go on a first date with a stranger, right? Like let's just say all three of you went on a first date with a stranger. It would be so fucking weird for them to be like, I'm ready to marry you or like, I know I love you. We have this like odd expectation and Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because of like rom-coms or media or just like stories that after a first date, like we'll know if they like us, like, sometimes people are seeing 10 different people yeah. and that's totally fine as long as they're honest sometimes people are still figuring it out there is zero percent chance that after two hours with someone they would know whether or not they like you they could know if they want to see you again yeah, yeah, yeah. but mm. there's no way they're gonna know and so i think that there's this like weird thing of like oh my god i don't know if he likes me it's like well do you even like him girl yeah. like you spent two hours yeah, with him so exactly. true every time i get off a first date like everyone's always like do you like
1: him and i'm always like truthfully like i, I don't, don't know. know how the how what, the fuck am, am i supposed, supposed to, know to know if I like him? I think from, it's
0: like, like a more like, did you enjoy your time with them? That's and then a it's really like, good yeah. point.
1: I no, I I agree, but you don't. You can say like this them to, me, to the extent that you know, them. but you don't say this to me. But other people do. Yeah. Like my other, like yeah, other. I have other friends that will be like, well, did you like him? Do you like him? And I'm like, I don't. Know. And I always yeah, like, I like him, but do I like yeah, him? Yeah. Like, there's a difference. I always you know? give the
2: analogy of like if Jazz and I were strangers and we met out at a party and like we really vibed and like as friends. I wouldn't text her the next day, like, hey, best, do you want to be my maid of honor? Like, hey, Bessie girl, like, you want to hang out every single day for the next month? I would maybe be like, meeting you was so fun. Want to get brunch Saturday? Like, you would ease into it. I wouldn't just, like, jump her bones and be like, we're best friends now. She would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? We met for 30 minutes. Yeah, that's That's like so
1: fucking true.
0: Right? right?
2: Like, you have to think about it like that. That's very true. That is crazy.
0: Okay, not switching topics still on the dating vibe. But, like, what is your opinion on sleeping with somebody on the first date?
2: It's a good ask. Um, I actually don't know how you guys feel about this, so I'm curious okay, to know. Okay, good. Um, my personal opinion is that if it's the right person, there's no wrong time for anything. So there's like no perfect. wrong time to start dating, there's no wrong time Peck to kiss down. them, there's no wrong time to have sex with them, nothing. That being said, psychologically, and I like know this because I read it somewhere. I don't, I never remember the source, but psychologically, if you're a cis woman dating cis men, men and women fall in love in many different ways. And the way that men fall in love is through the time spent intentionally apart from you, where they have the ability to fall for you and also through doing things with you that aren't sexual Mm -hmm. and women fall in love through intimacy and deep conversations. So because of that, we mistake sex as a way that we would get someone to fall in love with us but it's actually not because they don't care about that. So what you have to do, I think, is go on an amazing first date and make plans for after and then give them the time, like manipulate a little bit, purposefully give this man the time to go think about you so while I think if you did bang on the first date like whatever you guys can end up getting married it truly doesn't matter if it's the right person but if you're trying to put yourself in the best position possible you would want to give them that time to think about you but if you don't if you're going to date with a guy and you're like yeah I don't see us dating but like he's hot then go for it like I think it's yeah. situational and I really do think like do it whenever you want to do it but that other experience of like giving them the time has always helped in my yeah. opinion
0: yeah I mean, I agree with that to some extent, but I also I, 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 she, I
2: we had this debate on yeah, the pod yeah, yeah. and
1: I was more saying what you said, yeah. And they were on like the other hand saying. Well, no, she said
3: what we just said. No, what we I, said. my thing was just that, like I my whole thing was like it's not going to ruin it, like by having sex. That's yes, my right.
0: I agree with that.
3: Like, and my
1: thing was was what you were saying. It, you said both sides, which is like so true. My whole thing was like if I want, I want every guy. I want to put myself in the best position possible yes. to find a long-term partner. And so I'm not going to sleep with them on the first time because I know that that could potentially fuck up the opportunity for them to be like, you know what?
2: that's a really good point because like you guys might all be different places where like you guys might be feeling like if I meet someone that I want to date, I'll date them, but I don't want that right now. And you might be like, I'm over the casual thing. Yeah. So I'm looking for a long-term partner. And if you're doing that, then you're going to want to do the second thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, kind of like, Whatever happens, happens. Then it doesn't matter. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Debate squashed. Um. Debate settled. (laughs) Yeah. No. That. I mean, she said like this. Both sides of the spectrum.
1: Um, Did you have another? I had another question about um, like relationships. What is
0: your just like? I've you've talked about like hinge premium and stuff like what is the best way to navigate like dating apps and like getting actual dates set up because I feel like a lot of things get like really stagnant and like you can just match with people and then like nothing happens like how do you recommend making things progress on hinge
2: I like love dating apps do you guys like dating apps
1: no lately you I'm on I'm in my dating app era do you like dating apps I mean, I, I use, it, use them.
3: But I hate them. But you're it. not like a fan of them. I've ne- I've only had one good experience. So then it's like, yeah. Um, I feel like if I had more positive experiences, I'd be a bigger fan. Yeah. yeah can I just say sense. I'm going on a hinge date tonight
0: and I like want to die <gasps> no. about it? But like, yeah. So I and need to. And I this had advice. such a
1: hint- great hinge date last week. I know. But so I, you know I just think
0: I'm going to hate this man. Like, I. He texted me. Is this not weird? He texted me. Like, I gave him my number and he texted me spelling my name wrong. Is that not weird? I'm like.
2: Yeah, it's a you credit, could just like, look
0: like you could just look
2: I would say yellow flag it's, it's a light. yellow flag not yellow flag. thoughtful yellow flag not, I know not thoughtful. okay anyway um I would just say like if you're gonna do your dating app thing like set your intentions with it like do you want casual sex do you want a long-term partner like what are your goals like I think when we go on them and we're just like swipe 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 like that's when we're kind of like feeling like meh about it because we don't even know what we want out of them mm. and then I think like you guys have the perfect scenario to like make it about your friends too like all do the profiles together and like set up some double dates. Like get a guy that's hot, that is a hot friend that's single and like all go on a double date or like like, have your friend like do it for you. Like I think making it not just about like the pressure of dating and kind of taking the stakes away really helps and just like knowing what you want because it really is low stakes. Like it's just like a bunch of people that are also single that like you could meet and you could hate or you could meet and you could like or you could meet and you could end up loving them. But like we're not there yet. Like all we're doing is like trying to find someone Decent and to go to drinks with. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to remember that it's like low stakes, make it fun, and then also like ask yourself what you want, or else you're just gonna be like on there, like bumbling around, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: I think that's such an important thing because my mindset, it's not like the dating pool has changed at all, but my mindset has changed. So I found more success with getting dates just because my mindset changed, because I'm more like, okay, now I'm actually looking. Whereas yeah. what you were saying, like some people are kind of just on the apps and just messing around. They don't really know what they want yet. Yeah. So it's more just like mindless swiping and yeah. talking and then not following up. Yeah. Versus when you're actually looking, it's much easier to kind of like lock down a date because you're like actually set on going Yeah, out.
2: and you're like, okay, I, I have the desire to do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's why I think paying for it helps because it's like if you pay for a gym membership, yeah. you're going to be more inclined to go. If you buy mm-hmm. a class pass of 10 classes that expires in a month, like you're going to want to use them. So if true. If you buy the Hinge premium, you're going to be like, okay, I'm getting on a Hinge. And if you want a partner but you have trouble dating, I think it's a good way to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, yeah I
1: agree. It's So true. What's, like, any other advice you have for just people in a big city? I know it can be, like, so hard, especially for, like, I feel like a lot of the people that follow us who live in the New York area. Yeah. A lot of the guys tend to be, like, red flags or they're really busy with work, in quotes. Yeah. Like, just what's, like in your experience, what's your advice? For so
2: I try to like be positive about it. Cause like everybody like loves to write about how dating in New York sucks. And like, I agree on some level, but I just think like dating is hard in this day yeah. and I'm age. Dating
3: everywhere. I've it's lived hard. in five States and I'm telling you, like, I don't think New York is any worse than anywhere else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's good to know. Yeah. And I
2: think like people are like, it's so hard in New York. I'm like, just be positive. Also like, this is such simple advice, but like if you want to date a guy who likes to watch football on the weekends, cause you like sports, Go to a sports bar. If you want to date a guy who likes to read, join a book club. Go to a bookstore. Like go where your future partner would Lifestyle be. Lifestyle dating. Lifestyle dating. Lifestyle dating. Is that that's what it's called?
3: called. That's what jazz. That's did what you make I it up? It. That's why I I bought Rangers tickets because I, no, exactly. I want to date someone who goes to Rangers you w- games. That's
2: what you want, so you're gonna go See, there. This is why I want to hang out
1: rich bars. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, okay, I get it but.
0: The Rick Carlton <laughs> Hotel they're, they're, okay, They the, want to go to 50 year old.
1: They want to go Okay, okay no, but
0: like, do it But
2: like <laughs> 35
1: They're all 50
0: there like, But all like mix it,
2: it up, you know what I mean Like just go where your future partner <laughs> yeah, would be Like yeah. if you don't want to date somebody That is at the gem saloon Why the fuck do you go there every right, weekend right, Like, exactly. Pick a new place and if your friends are going to come with you Find one friend that will or like join a club <laughs> Go to a cooking class <laughs> Do you just like... no, we it's... get in
0: an argument about where to go out every single weekend because carly wants to go hang out with like 75 year old men mm-hmm. at like
3: the the rich places and like jazz and it's i are not
1: 75 like... year old men it's like it's like late 20s early
3: 30s it is not there <laughs> 20s it is are you take me where, to these where places are you trying when to I see a man in his late 20s who's good looking i will, I will never speak again i will where are these my mouth shut.
1: like the blonde <sighs> socialist okay. uh um honestly I, I have a fun time at comic ground sometimes. Common that, Ground's not, not ba- It's not That it's vibe not uh,
0: Yeah it's different It's not Like old.
1: but the blonde Is more of like my vibe I loved like Seville I thought that was Like kind of a cool vibe I just like more Loungy I don't like quite Like a club Okay yeah And I don't like Quite like a dive bar I like kind of a lounge Like vibe. a lounge Like floor jazz-y room, Like
2: Kind of yeah, cool Yeah
0: yeah Also because Those I'm not Those places too the- loud For me Like you can't have A conversation Like floor room And like oh my god It's just too so To cool. be well, honest like Everywhere tables.
2: is too loud Can yeah. everywhere Turn down their music Yeah, yeah. No. Like, Literally, it's impossible PSA. to fucking talk. You can't talk. But I I strongly
1: believe, and there are people that meet their partners at bars and clubs and stuff, but I just believe that it's, like, really hard to meet a partner at a bar or a club because it's giving, like, hookup culture, and I feel like everyone there, like, you do find people that want to, like, chat, but, like, it's hard to talk. So how do you know if you want to continue getting to know someone? Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like—
0: I went on a date with a guy I met at a bar. No, so, I, think, so I. I think I plenty think plenty of can people yeah. have. Stranger
1: things have happened. I, yeah, like, I think plenty of people have. I'm just saying, like, he's he's not your boyfriend right now. Like, Well,
3: because we I cut it off. He nine. would have dated me 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I ghosted But it. that's the same problem as a dating Like, yeah, you went on a date, but, like, he's not your boyfriend right now. But, like, that's not because you met on an app.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like you can meet anybody anyway. meet someone
1: in a fucking grocery store. i a yeah. grocery shop, but if I did, honestly, I could. That is my dream. Wait, can everyone say the dream place that they would want to meet their husband at? Little sticks, pump and girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like, okay, not incl- not. Not just including my boyfriend. Um yeah. Honestly, like I would love I would love to like have a meet cute with someone at a bookstore. But the problem with that, that is so like goals. they're so fucking similar to me. Like you can't yeah. date someone that's super similar to you. Like that's okay. similar. Like I would love to like meet a writer, but then I would like I know I'd be competitive. Like, yeah, so, yeah.
1: yeah, that's why I think because you're like a creative, you're both, but you're more of a creative. I would say yeah. you go along well with, with someone right who's business y. Yeah. yeah, which is, you know, I'm the same. Like the same way. Yeah. What, about, hey, what you? about yours? Huh? What about oh, yours? yours? Honestly, like a grocery store is kind of a vibe. Or like a hotel, hotel like a hotel Hotel bar. Yeah. You know what
2: I think would be hot? Like a hotel um, bar. Like, I'm just
1: like doing work. An and, airport
3: like, bar. That's my dream. That's your dream? Yes, I'm not kidding. She did my dream. I've made made so many TikToks about how there's no place I'd rather drink than an airport bar. (laughs) She.
0: I'm not. Did she think we to marry the guy on the way to Europe. <laughs> the guy that was buying her shots. She's, she's just getting like fucking hammered.
2: <laughs> Wait, do you get really drunk
3: before you get on planes?
2: Okay, if if it, no.
3: <laughs> if it's an international flight, I get really bad anxiety. No, so do like, I. Really bad. Why I, I had to be blacked out to fly. Okay. <laughs> so you should just take a Zanax. No, so
2: I'm flying on um, Sunday. But the last time I flew, I was flying back from Texas for um, Thanksgiving and. I got upgraded to the first class which I never have been in and they were giving me so much wine I got so drunk that I left <laughs> a fucking Chanel bag on the plane <gasps>
1: Wait, I know oh what you're talking I just saw you post about oh, something and and I was like oh
2: my god I walk off the plane I walk out of the area that's like unrestricted <laughs> cannot return they won't let me go back I'm like I know they have it like no one stole it I was li- like I know where it is. So then I have like the baggage of United call up and they had it, but they were like, unfortunately, you have to go through security and have like a ticket or give me an employee that goes through security to get back up there. So every single day at like six o'clock in the morning when the people upstairs get off their shift, they go out of security and bring us the lost and found. But until either somebody from here can go through security or someone from there can get off their shift. We can't get the bag, so I had to go back like days later. It was so oh annoying. Oh my and god, my that's horrible! Was that was Thank so god god I was like, they found it. And I'm, I'm an idiot. And so now I'm like, I'm <laughs> done getting drunk on planes. Yeah, that's my first time we're doing, doing that. I'm fucking done. I'm like, it was so irresponsible. And like, it was obviously because no, of that. I, that's the problem with an open
0: bar, free alcohol of any sort. I'm like, I need to get my money's worth that I didn't even <laughs> yes. spend. And like, I need to black out right now. That's me
3: with lounges at airports. Yeah. Oh, I've never been in an airport lounge to this day. really? Because it's toxic because of the free alcohol. Yes,
0: the free, I can't do free alcohol. I'd rather pay for it because I'm more responsible. Like (laughs) events that have open bars, like they're asking for
2: you to get more. (laughs) Revolve, the Revolve Gallery. Oh my God, wait. But what did they put in those drinks? Because I didn't see one person that was like not, everyone was Eli. I asked you to take a TikTok
0: of me, and it was like, "Here's the front of my dress. Here's the back of my dress." Like it was a sound, and like I'm telling you, the words were so fucking off, bro. <laughs> like Eli was like, really drunk. He's like I promise you, it's right on. I'm like, well, it yeah, was I was like, I'm never doing this again. I'm never. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> I was
2: sick. I don't know what the hell happened. Oh, I was
0: super drunk. That like, is so yeah. funny. Yeah. No,
2: but it's also just like I didn't have that many drinks. Like they make them strong. that no, mm. they do? But I'm typically like I'm a very responsible person. I mm-hmm. just told two really irresponsible stories. But I'm like, yeah. why was that that no, level? <laughs> I don't know why the
0: revolver. Honestly,
2: like that. I think because we're a feral podcast,
1: you need to tell your most feral drunk night out story,
2: Ooh, if you have any. Okay, yeah,
1: or just like a really like a night where you were down bad.
2: <sighs> when I was down bad in college, or like anytime the bad.
0: worst, like the thing you've just done that's like.
2: Okay. Nasty. But, like, the the most intoxicated I ever was, like, I was just, like, such an idiot when I was, like, a sophomore in college. And my big – so the way I, like, got my big in my sorority when I was in my sorority was that she, like, just didn't give a fuck and was, like, so cool. And I still love her to this day. And she was, like, dating a guy in the frat that I was, like, talking to a guy in. And she was, like, in their grade because the Mm -hmm. guy was a year older than me. And then him and I broke up. We were kind of on again, off again. And we come back. School like my sophomore year and it's her junior year, and like his house is having a house party with like everybody, and she like invited me to come and she's gonna be great because like you'll see him and like you'll look so hot, and I just had my reduction and I was like so pumped, but it was gonna be the first time that I was like gonna see him I think mm-hmm. and like I was like and everybody else loved me there I was just like him that was gonna be there and like part of me knew that I feel like wanted to like go home with me that night or like I guess it was at his house but I would have like and the other part of me was like I just want to slay and like have a great time and the next day I had to take like these professional photos for some like theater thing in the morning and so but like not a big deal so I like went with her to her house and like I guess they had made like all this jungle juice and like my dumb ass it's it's no, had never known what that was like oh. I just thought it was like a fruity cocktail like <laughs> oh my dumb ass like didn't know a that like cocktail. the quart of like orange liquid that they're pouring me so I have like two or three cups because I'm like yeah I, this is just a regular pregame I didn't think it was like yeah. one cup and you're fucked yeah so we go to his house and he's there and they played um what's that game that has the bitch cup at the end? Oh, uh, stat cup. No. Wait, isn't it just like called like bitch cup? No. Oh, no, it's,
0: it's oh, stat um, cup. It's when you bounce the ball in and then you. Is it you stat s- cup? Yeah, it's stat the, cup. I, yeah I know what you're talking I about. Gosh. And then
2: the last I call person. King's, has cup? To King's cup? No, oh, King's is cup that, is the card. No, no, no. Oh wait, Yeah, if that's what she's talking about. King's cup. They, yeah. they both have
3: a bitch cup. There's a different one. I'm King's of
2: cup of
3: has a bitch
1: cup. I've done that before. It's
3: going to drive me crazy. I know. No, King, Kings, it Kings. It's is, not that. I know, I know what you're talking like, about. Drinking a game with it a bitch it cup. Drinking it's either stack cup. cup or cage. Rage
0: Cage. Rage Cage. Yeah. Rage nice. Cage. Rage I've literally <laughs> never heard of that. Rage Cage.
3: Rage cage. Uh, they what? all have
0: bitch cups, but like. Rage Cage, Rage cage is like
2: is so it. confusing. The rules Can we really, truly really make no sense. Yeah, yeah please, you guys had fun. I love Rage Cage. Um, but, so we played Rage Cage and I got the bitch cup. The bitch cup also had beer in it, which I didn't know because at this point I'm so beyond gone. So, this is just like so mortifying. Like, I just really didn't need to like, like. I didn't need to act in this way. So now I'm like plastered and I'm like not looking so good. So my big takes me outside and I like threw up all over their porch. So they like hosed it down. <laughs> like, like my ex is like hosing like it down. During like during the party, they're like hosing it down. And then like, like I literally told you to get lost. What are you doing? <laughs> and then my big tries to put me in an Uber and the Uber driver's like, yeah, no, I'm not taking her by herself. Oof. Like it was that bad. Oh so God. she gets, takes me in the Uber, calls my like friends who are like at the sorority house and like brings me upstairs and my sophomore year, I lived in the sorority house and like for people that are watching, like our room was like as big as like this area and that area had our like dressers and like desks in it. And then there was like a little cubicle. Like I swear to God, it was like so small and the only thing that I could fit in it was two bunk beds. So that I was like covered in like just I was like gross and I was like still yakking when I got back so they wouldn't let me like they're not gonna let me like sleep in our cubicle like it's (laughs) gonna be so gross so they like backpacked me on the ground on our carpet with like a plastic bag in my skirt and like bra and I like just woke up on the floor (laughs) (laughs) and I was dead ass like what the hell there is
0: nothing more humbling than waking up after you're like oh I forgot the best part
2: though I forgot the cherry on top I wake up on the floor like what the heck happened like my big being like I got you home baby you're good like don't worry about it and a, te- a text from my ex that just oh, said no. eat shit oh.
0: oh my god what the fuck I, was
1: like, <laughs> I swear a universal a universal sorority experience is someone waking up to a text from their big being like hey speedy like hey, don't worry girl. you're gonna
2: be okay like that's the same thing I, I had to me. go take these photos and like You can just see it in my face. (laughs) You can see it in my eyes. Like, honestly though, I never, I, will stand by today I have n- literally not blacked out since then because I was just like Teaches embarrassed I was like I- that was the first time I ever really truly had like a situation like that like I know why I did it it was like anxiety among other things and also I didn't know what I was drinking and that yeah. is a lesson to always yeah. know what you were drinking and keep mm-hmm. track of your drinks because when people are handing you shit that's how you get yourself in trouble yeah yeah. and thank God for my friends I can't believe you haven't blacked out in that long <laughs> like yeah,
3: i blacked no, out I every weekend
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not even you're gonna like, get there but this yeah, is like I'm like I'm, I'm I feel think- like I just I'm just black out old. really easy because it's like it's not like oh every time I'm like you know Sorry. like when we say blacked
1: out drunk it's like there's like levels like it's like I'm See, just I consider what you are talking about more of like you're you brown out like you yeah. forget bits and pieces I, that's
0: what I'm saying it's like I like it's not like I don't remember a single thing I just wake up I'm like See, where am I
1: that's that's a blackout. blackout I think that you brown out a lot but I think that's pretty like but that's what I'm saying it's I think normalized. my well, like also.
2: I feel like being, like, 21, 22, like, I feel like until you're, like, 20, like, I feel like even in your 20s at all, like, it's fine. But it's Uh, not even, like, oh, I'm drinking too much, that'll just happen.
0: Like, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah.
1: Everyone's at their own pace, and I feel like it also depends about, like, your college experience, because my college experience made me so fucking, like, tired that, like, once I graduated... And I still, I go through phases. I don't know if you're like this too. I'll go through like weeks where I like can drink more. And then I go through weeks where I'm like, I'm really not in the mood at all.
2: Like I go through like,
1: I don't know. I went through
2: like a whole phase where like, I would have one drink and be like, I'm done. And I'm in a phase now where I don't drink hard liquor. Like the idea, like- if I go to, like, a bar for, like, to watch football with, like, my boyfriend or my family, I'll have, like, one marg. But, like, the idea – or, like, when Michigan won, we all took a tequila shot. Mm-hmm. But, like, I used to be able to drink, like, six, seven margaritas over the course of several hours and, like, have fun and like that. I would much rather have wine. I don't mm-hmm. know. I know that's probably horrible for you. I just hate wine. I don't I, know. I, don't I, wine. I, it makes I me understand. Really? I guess, wine gives I'm me like the like, worst headache. Well, it's allergic. also the sulfite. Yeah, you're probably allergic.
1: I, I have an allergy to it also. But I'm the same way in the way that I'll drink one, like – a skinny Marg or something and I'm like I'm exhausted and done yeah I'm like or but like I'm happy with like a glass of rosé sometimes yeah like, things like that but yeah I don't know it's like it's it's either a phase for me or it's like as I've gotten older yeah it's just it doesn't hit the same as it used to yeah definitely Like I used to be able to really like go for it go for it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, my version of going for it, at least. <laughs> we also... Can you explain really quick the... um? You have this iconic game called Cheers to the Governor. And Wait, do you guys not know it? I don't know it. Can you explain it? Do you guys not know it? I, I played
0: it with her.
2: Yeah. So, can you explain it? Okay, so basically what it is is... Everyone has to have a drink, and you sit in a circle. The concept of the game is that you want to reach the number twenty-one, and each person says a number. So you would be one. It would be like one, two, three, four, five, six, and we'd go around in the circle. Every time you reach twenty-one, you say cheers and drink, and whoever said the number twenty-one makes a rule, and the rule can be anything at all. And to trip you up, the first rule is that seven and fourteen are swapped for the whole game. So it's 1 2 3 4 5 6 14 oh 8 God. 9 10 11 12 13 7 uh like 15 16, I'm too stupid for this game. It's really hard. It's hard and if you mess up, <laughs> and the you have to yeah, the, you if you mess again. up, you have to take a drink <laughs> and then you start over. So that's how people can get different numbers. But the rules can be really fun. It can be like get up and like shake your ass or it can be like on number 2 say the name of the last person you slept with out loud like funny things like that or like say the name of your celebrity crush like say Ojo yeah, instead so of eight. As right. it
0: gets longer, you have to remember like what each number is because somebody will have made a rule for like to like every rule is for a number. For a number. And eventually it's so It's
2: really, really fun though. Like I, whenever I was in um, Anaheim for VidCon for like with Spotify, I like went out to dinner with like a bunch of people and like we were getting like, we were kind of pre-gaming for like the Spotify after party at dinner, but we like didn't know each other like that well. Mm -hmm. Um, And at first it was kind of awkward and I like recommended we play. I was like, we should all play. Like it'll just be fun. We had the best time and all got to know each other so well because we made all of the things be like questions. Like it was just really fun. I think it's like a good icebreaker or like, If you're bored, if you're, like, sitting at dinner with, like, the same group that you're always with and, like, you're, like, we've talked about everything. What the fuck do we do? You just play. It's yeah. all fun.
1: Yeah. No, I need to, like, I'll try it this weekend, but I feel yeah, like I'm, I'm, like, too dumb.
2: Yeah,
0: it's hard.
1: Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> 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 okay, I want to move on because we don't have much time yeah. left to the career stuff. Um, Hal, I know you – and Jazz, too. I know you guys had questions about that. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, but, I mean, we I've, obviously, like, we need to talk about the book. Um, Like a lot of people We asked on Instagram A lot of people Had questions about it Um, Mostly like What was the most Surprising aspect Of writing the book Like what did you not expect
2: It's a really good question Um, I don't think I expected it To be like Emotionally as challenging As it was Like To write Like I have made peace With everything That I've written about Yeah like I can say that With confidence Like everything negative I've made peace with But So I thought Like, oh, writing about it in detail is going to be fine because I feel okay about it now. And like I could go to a therapist and talk about it and not cry. But I think like putting my emotions and like my understanding of it and analyzing those things was really like emotional in a way I didn't like understand it would be like especially like the rules for heartbreak chapter is like so hard for me to read back. And it's Mm. not even like I think the willingness to talk about an ex or an experience you had with one just shows you're over it because it like doesn't. And to talk about it objectively. But it's not that I'm, like, not over it. It's that it's just, like, so sad to have to, like, read back to, like, those I'm passions. Happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the most surprising part, okay. which was definitely a shock. I was like, whoa, why am I emotional?
0: No, I, I get that. Also, wait, how long did it take you? Like, when did you start writing the book? Like, how long did it take you?
2: So they gave me the option of six or nine months. And I took six because I just – was like strike when the iron's hot I know I can write it in six Mm. so I I got the deal in April and I technically started writing in May and then I finished the book as a first draft in September and it was due October 15th and then I officially finished like my rewrites yesterday and um now it's gonna go through like copy editing and all that good stuff okay so when does the you've said this a million times but when does the book come out it's fall 2023 so we don't have like an exact Date, but I'm hoping for September. I think that would be fun. That would be super. I would good. love that. Yeah.
1: I feel like beginning of like the school year, yeah. beginning of like, that's I think that's the perfect idea. time. Yeah. 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 I, I love Q-telling. that. I think people will need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't know they needed it. They didn't know they needed it. Need no. it <laughs> I'm so silly. <laughs> <laughs> what a good joke. Do you have like a favorite part like that you wrote? Like, did, was there a time you enjoyed most, like, a certain chapter yeah. that you enjoyed most writing?
2: It's interesting because the chapters either, like, really hit hard or are funny. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, that's a two options. I love that, though. Um, and I tend to like, the funnier ones are more succinct, and I read them, and I'm like, this is clean. Like, I'm really proud of this. But the more, like, hard-hitting ones, I find the prose to be really good and, like, you know what? Say that you're good. I find the pros to be really good. I'm like really proud of the pros and those. So I don't even think I have a favorite part. I think it's just like an interesting journey. Cause some of the chapters you're like, damn. And then other chapters are like, that's so funny. And like it like rules for heartbreak, I think right after it is like rules for like hooking up with an ex. Like, so like it's like a roller coaster. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a roller coaster. Like they're just I back love to back, that. and it's it goes through the timeline of a whole relationship. So it goes from single to just being by yourself. So the whole so it comes back to where it started. Um, but oh, it's circle. Full, full circle but it goes through the whole thing so it goes from like being single flirting having sex like getting to know someone first second and third dates becoming exclusive um, dating and then it's like heartbreak and then like closure getting ghosted Um, then your friends is the second to last chapter and the last chapter is rules for honoring your life so it kind of like comes full circle because it's about you wow. so but it goes through a little relationship timeline but it's like this and I like that that's so oh good I, so I love cool.
1: that it is lighthearted in the middle yeah, especially because nice. your audience and your readers are gonna be like younger and you want it to still feel like playful and yeah. fun and like but then also have mm-hmm. like challenge you a yeah bit. like have both yeah. yeah so my final unless you guys had anything uh- else i was gonna say like there's so many people that are young that feel like it's not their time yet. And like, you're so young and you you just wrote a book. Like, what would your advice be to like people that are young and think that like they can't do something like write a book or go into acting or like do whatever they yeah. want to do at a young age?
2: I think it's like so helpful to find mentors who like started something late that like is a similar thing to to what you wanted to accomplish. So like somebody that like got their first XYZ when they were 35 or whatever because, like, I am a special case. There's not a lot of young published writers in their 20s, especially early 20s. And I also think just remembering, like, I'm so lucky, so privileged, like, immense family background that really helped me get to where I am today. And, like, my hope is that what we could all do with our platforms is, like, help people who want to do the same things, but didn't have those same opportunities or privileges or like doors held open, like that means a lot to me. But I think just like remembering it's never too late to start. And when you're going to start something, all you have to do is start. Like I, Jeremy Sheck actually gave me that advice. Mm -hmm. I was like, how do you recommend someone start TikTok? And he's like, it's like anything you just begin, like you just wake up and decide you're going to do it and commit. And it doesn't matter like who you are at what age. I think TikTok is the most Beautiful representation of that. Like we see like famous grandmas and famous babies Mm -hmm. and that has its own ethical (laughs) problems. But we see like, we see this whole range of people that have like blown up at Mm -hmm. so many different parts of their lives. Like mothers and people who are like 45. Like it is, it's literally never too too late to begin mm-hmm. and there's no like timeline of your life like you can do whatever you want yeah. you have so much free will and i think you just have to like decide to start to quote jeremy shack like yeah. you just start and no, so i, I think that. just jump in and i'm always down to answer questions about writing if anyone has them
1: yeah i love that i'm like you inspire me oh my god i, I love you know you. you guys me inspire you, me you know but i'm like a future like i'm like i'm a future writer no you're gonna do <laughs> it i i it inspires me a lot seeing what you've done at your age and i'm like okay like it's just, yeah. it's a, cool watching the journey. Do you guys
2: know the movie? You might know it. The Last Five Years. Yeah. Okay, so The Last Five Years is a musical and it's like a two-person musical. Watch the movie. I love the movie. Do you like the movie? Mm-hmm. It's a really good movie. Okay, um, but he is like kind of horrible. He's like this narcissistic writer guy. But there's like a line in it when he gets his first book deal um, and he says all this and more before 24 because he's like 23 when he gets his book deal. And my agents the day I got my book deal were like all this and more before 24 which is so cute but also watch that movie oh my oh god, my god. okay wait I'm yeah. gonna watch it I have it. a question
3: yes you put obviously a lot of your life on the internet yes but like what's like one thing people don't know about you that they wish that you wish they knew
2: oh that's such a good question Ooh. oh my god I love it um I think like I wish people knew like how I would say one thing about my content and one thing not like about my content about like how much time and energy I put into things because I see like reception or DMs sometimes just being so flagrant or like I'm like I don't think you understand how much care I put into this like Mm -hmm. my heart is really really there and I think the people that care for me on the internet do know that yeah and I think it's the same thing with all of us but like the way that I care about the people in my life is so immense and I feel like people will just like discard that yeah. as though it's like nothing or like be like oh she's so mean to her brother online i'm like no like we, you don't know our relationship like yeah. the care i have for him is so immense i would do anything for him or whatever it is so, think that and then something that people don't know about me is that i'm pretty much fluent in spanish and i also took six years of mandarin chinese
0: i don't
2: i don't really like i'm really rusty on the spanish but Uh, My boyfriend has family members from Chile and they speak fluent Spanish, so so does he. And so he helps me a lot and like I can understand fluent Spanish. I'm just like really broken with speaking it, but I am like pretty good. Like people will always be surprised. And then with Mandarin, like it's really funny, but like if I ever hear Mandarin like on a television show, in a movie, on some sort of billboard, if I'm getting my nails done and they're speaking Mandarin, because often they are. I can just like, I know exactly what they're saying, which is so funny. And I never, I can't speak Mandarin anymore, but I can understand it. Being able to
3: understand the
1: people at the nail salon, that's like the biggest perk ever because I always think they're talking shit about me. Yeah. I
2: I feel like they're not. I don't don't know. I don't think they give a
3: fuck. I think they're just like, they're just like, yeah, I'm not like, at my corporate job, I would just talk to my coworkers all day long, but not like shit. I was just like, I'm talking because they're there. You're just talking because they're there. Yeah. I feel
2: like that's what it is. Like they just make it fun. Like they're like, yeah, they're just like hanging out, like having a time. Also, I have to say that people that can do nails that well are the the most talented people on yeah life. Like, they're artists I try I to do True my artists. own nails and it's like literally fucking foul and disgusting same. I'm like no same it's so like you have to be so precise and like patient and like
1: I know. steady I'm I know. like how are they doing this I'm I know. i don't I'm a wreck when I do mine no oh, I, I, I never do I gave do. up yeah I, during I
3: COVID, COVID I did mine for two years straight did you really yeah, yeah. she like she'll like wax herself.
2: I wax myself yeah. Yeah. I always forget that you have all these skills slash like moments in your life and you're like yeah it's that one time when I was like backpacking in like the Swiss Alps and we're all like wait literally you what? did said what like, no when literally. did you do that it's also just like i can't figure out the time like i would love for you to write me a timeline of your whole me life too. but put all the niche details like i think that's that the Jazz's time that bug. i did that no seriously because i would eat it up because i find Same. these things out and i'm like but where did that fit like yeah. weren't
3: you here weren't you there like i bounced around <laughs> so I've was lived the prices right before or after yeah, no. you sold the house like <laughs> before prices right after no, <laughs> yeah. literally i've had a lot of eras yeah in a short period of time. wait have you
2: made an era video
3: I did. Make one I, for your I, whole life. I should make a whole. I you should really make a life. Wait, no, no, wait.
2: That would go so viral if you're like, price is right era. Like, if you gave every era, Sold people would be like, era. this girl's literally lying. Like, you need to do your era. I'm going to do a it. A life this, era literally. is like
0: hilarious. No, Please,
3: I can't wait. You obsessed. need to You
0: need to tell stories. Like, yeah. uh, I, my life is half as interesting as yours. And like, I, that's all I do on the internet. Yeah. You could easily yeah.
3: do it. I find a lot of NDAs. <laughs> you signed to NDA for the prices, right? NDA <laughs> era,
0: NDA no, era. era. Like I know no, you can't talk about songs.
2: Wait, people are being so cruel about that trend. I just have to say, like I've seen so many people be like, "Oh my god, hey, Stacy." It wasn't your black era, tank top yeah. era. You don't even I'm like, girl, we're having fucking fun. It's yeah. a joke. Eras it's a joke. Are hundreds of years long. Like, we know it's not an era. Nothing's I really to, an era. i love yeah. to
1: romanticize like the one week that I like cooked or something. It was my cooking era. Like, no, yeah. it's like
2: literally like half a week where you wore one pair of sunglasses yeah. and you're like, Sunny's era. Because uh, yeah. you posted six Instagrams and them. that's your era, girl. Take yeah. it. Why I love are it. people being like, that's not an era? Because people like, love you, to people hate. People love to be a hater for no reason. I yeah. know. No, I think that they're just upset that they didn't make the video. Like make a video, make a if they made I the video, they will not be yeah. hitting on it. It's
0: clearly not a serious video. It's to the fucking song that's like, no, 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 no. Like, nobody's singing no, that it's, seriously It's so
2: not serious, and half the eras are like my street hot dog era. But
3: yeah. Yeah, it's clearly, not that deep. Know. It's a joke. It's, it's not that deep. Literally. It's never that deep, though, and everybody always takes no it. No video deep. is ever that deep. No video is ever deep. everybody makes it that deep for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. No,
2: it's just, it's special. You it. It gives me the energy of when, like, the victorious cast was getting interviewed and they're like talking about we how beautiful sing. ariana Grande's we all, voice we all is. do and she goes i think we all can sing it's like okay it's like the same thing like that's on era i'm like why why are you praying <laughs> who cares <laughs> <time>?
3: <laughs> no, who
0: cares
1: you dead all right thank you so much yeah, for coming no, on seriously. this was so fun yeah. i'm in my hot girl talks podcast era <laughs> you, you are in your hot girl talks era no. we're having you on as a reoccurring yeah. guest now no literally <laughs> She's, like, the fourth next, hot girl that, like, hops on sometimes. Next,
2: next three three episodes I'm in so I can call in an the era. Yeah. On no, literally. She's in
3: her Hot Girl Talks era. Oh if you God. guys don't subscribe to our YouTube, it's a Hot Girl Talks Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Follow our Instagram, Hot Girl Talks Podcast. And our TikTok, Hot Girl Talks Podcast. And, and Eli,
1: where can we find you?
2: Yeah. The Jar on TikTok. And then it's just Eli.Rallo on Insta. Slay. 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 Love you guys. Love you.